touch. That certainly didn't go to the required on the left. Amble was so clever, so good. And Murphy is it. What a goal for the Blues. The young and the old together. The ground and there it is. Paulson, McGovern again. Oh, yes. This to give Carlton the lead. They're in front. The Blue Boys. Stopping and dropping. Pitch gets in. And the table here is gone. And you can put down the glasses. It's an amigo. It's an amigo that will finish it off. Kick it, Jeffrey. He does. Carlton are on their way to Sydney. G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to episode 2 of season 2 of the Blues Footy Podcast. It is your host Jed Zetzer here alongside my co-host Harrison Hymans. Bolt, welcome to the show. Good to see you Zeus. Now, we've just got home from our practice match against St Kilda. I think it's called the Amy Community Series. Yep. Okay. We'll still so, call it the Wizard Cup. Yes, the Wizard Cup. Uh, so we've just got back. Awesome to be back at the footy. Yes. Personally, my first game since we played Brisbane at Icon last year. Yep, same as me. Uh, so it was good to be back. Awesome, in fact. I, I thought the crowd was awesome tonight. What was your best thing about being, your favourite thing about being back? I think my favourite thing about being back was seeing players who we watched on TV last year, but didn't really realise we've never actually watched them play. Yeah. Like, I've never seen Jack Martin and a Carlson Guernsey in the flesh. Yeah. It's, was, like, it, it, it's a weird concept to think about. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, who else? I think like... We've, Sarden Williams, I well, guess. Sar- Sar- first it, it was a bit crazy watching Sarden Williams because they were so good. Yeah. And yeah, that was pretty cool. I don't know. What was your favorite part about being back? Sitting in the stands, just yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Just yelling. Yeah. Just like the atmosphere around you. People were going at it. It was just... It, it, felt, it, was, it felt towards the end of the match a little bit like a season game. The crowd were really getting into it. Like That's great. there was when Silvani kicked that goal to put us like twelve points behind. Yeah. The whole crowd were going, you know, the Carlton, the Carlton cheering, um, that Carlton, Carlton yeah, was yeah. like sort of going. It was, know, it was, it was, it was vibey. Like everyone wanted to be there. It was good fun. It was a bit bruise free, free flowing footy. That's what you want in the preseason, I guess. Exactly. Now there's been a lot of reports. We're going to clear. We're going to clear some things up. Yes. There's been a lot of reports about our injuries from tonight. Uh, a lot of people saying it's doom and gloom. What a disaster of a night. We've got some good news. So, firstly, Jacob Weedering, As soon as he went down, Ooh, we looked at each other, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think everyone initially thought, holy, wow, this could be an ACL. I think they said he's fine. It was yep. precautionary Just that he a, sat a out. hip, a knock to the hip. Or yeah, something. yeah, a knock to the hip. So he'll be right. Uh, Harry McKay as well, I've heard, will be right. As in, the question has to be raised. Because like, he went off early last week against Essence and with an ankle complaint. Went off early this week with an ankle complaint. Why'd they bother? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, maybe... Like someone... That is precious cargo, given oh, the injuries we've McKay got. If McKay goes down, we're in big strife. Oscar McDonald's out full forward round one, if he goes down. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk... We'll get to Oscar McDonald. We'll also get to Callum Moore. There's a bit of competition there for our final list spot. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like McKay will be good to go round one. But yeah, I mean... So there's, Teague there's, played there's, those injuries down to Weedering, McKay, and Nunes. Yes. Yeah, so Nunes, Nunes, with, the Nunes with the rolled ankle. He'll be good to go. We need him. 
I'm on the Nunes wagon. Now, a big shout out here to uh, Terry from Blue Abroad. He actually showed us the heat maps from last week's yes. match. Um, amazing work that his team does. They managed to collect all the stats from last week's match by watching the replay. I think he said it took them like seven hours. They jotted down all the stats. They made the heat maps. Um, really brilliant work. Check him out at Blue Abroad. Uh, he showed us the Nunes heat map, and he's everywhere. Yeah, He is so important for our team. He, he covers the ground. And it's crazy because 12 months ago, after the first couple rounds, he was the one. He was almost the scapegoat, the he one we kept on saying he was. to go out. But now he's a pivotal part of the 22. Yeah, I, I, I see a spot for him in the team. He's the attacking-minded winger, whereas yeah. Setterfield's probably a defensive-minded winger. He's just a role player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the team. Nunes is, Nunes is fine. Nunes is the least of our worries. Uh, injury updates as well. McGovern and Casbolt, yes. according to David Teague, will be good to go for round one and possibly could have even played tonight, I think he said. If, I think he said if the game was tomorrow, they may have played. Something so, like that. And it brings us to it. I think Mackay and Casbolt are certain starters, if available, in the best 22. Yeah. And I think the big, you know, and we spoke about it last week after the practice game, McGovern v Silvani. And after tonight's performance, it's almost, you know... Silvani spot. Well, Jack Silvani in 2019 was a clear best 22 player. Clear yeah. as daylight. Had a really solid year. Last year, I think he kicked two in round one. Didn't have the best game, though. Was sort of hit the scoreboard without, doing, without doing a heap. And then, you know, got injured and then, you know, had the surgery. Missed the year. So yeah. right off of a year. He looked really good tonight. He looked he like great. he did in 2019. He was he, threatening. He's crafty. I think he maximized his opportunities tonight. Whenever he got near the ball, yeah. you feel like he did as much as he possibly could have. He played a very... The word I'm going to use is he played a very elegant game. Yep. Silvani. Kicked well, a few. He was, he was great. So he's kicked three goals tonight. He's had 17 disposals. Yeah, and he's gone at seventy six percent efficiency. Six marks for an undersized, you know, key forward. Yeah, such. six marks. He's kicked the three no, goals. He had a brilliant game. Seventy six percent disposal efficiency, I think, is huge. Um, he had the two marks inside fifty and two contested marks. Four tackles, three of them inside fifty. He had three inside fifties as well. That is a huge night. He, he those a, those I, are the stats you want to see. I think he's shored up his spot for the first round. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And another one I want to talk about, I mean, he was obviously going to, his his spot's cemented, but how good was Zach Fisher? Yeah. I mean, he's hit the scoreboard, he kicked two goals, three, probably could have had three or four, but he's kicked the two goals, three, 23 disposals at 70% efficiency, uh, he's had eight score involvements, five marks, uh, five inside 50s, and he even had a rebound 50. I mean, he's, he's covering the ground nicely, and... Probably and, doing as much as he possibly can in the role that he plays. And this was a bloke that seemingly didn't want to play in this role 12 months ago. Oh, well, he looks at home now. Pivotal. I Fisher think, I think was, he's Fisher huge and for Silvani our were, too. I thought they were our two best players of the night, Fisher and Silvani. Yeah. No, I, I can probably agree with that. I thought Murph as well. Two goals, 22 disposals Mate, at 80% efficiency. If you're getting seven goals between those medium, small forwards, Fisher, Silvani, Murphy... You win most games of footy. See, I think a lot of people won't even recognise Murphy's performance tonight. Mate, Murphy's just... Seven score involvements as well. Seven marks. Two of them inside 50s. He had a clearance. He had an... uh, Sorry, not seven uh, inside 50s. That was seven marks. 
Uh, two of them were inside 50. Uh, yeah, he's just had a huge night as well, Murphy. He's going to be big for us next uh, this year, I think. Yeah. No, no, I was very pleased with Murphy against Essendon as well in the practice game. Yeah, yeah. And I think the big discussion going in was, you know, it was probably the final rehearsal for Oscar McDonald versus Callum Moore. I think we thought Moore be had McDonald. the better. Yeah, we thought Moore had be. the better of McDonald at Vizzy Park, but McDonald was definitely superior to Moore tonight. As in McDonald, it was, it's a bit unfair when they ruck McDonald. Look, I, it, I think the McDonald fought the ball. You compare the pair, and Moore had his crack last year. Yeah, yeah not, what, not only did he not set the world on fire, he didn't do anything. Like with all due respect to him, I just don't. I look at his year last year. He had the perfect opportunity. He was given, you know, a couple of games. Didn't do anything. Clearly, in my opinion, probably isn't good enough for the level. With all due respect, Callum Moore's a complete waste of time being on the list again for a second time. Yeah, I just think... It's a proven McDonald, who has never played forward in his life, goes down and kicks two goals tonight. Not the worst effort. He also had, I think, 13 disposals. So he's... Getting a bit of the pill, I, I, I think it's a clear, clear decision. He's got 80-odd games under his belt as well. He's only yeah. 24, McDonald. And McDo- it's like as well, like we saw Weedering go down tonight. Like, God forbid that happens during the season. McDonald yeah. can then swing down back as I well. I agree. I just think he's a much cleverer acquisition than Callum Moore would be. Um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, the McDonald versus Moore discussion, in my opinion, has to go the McDonald I think way. It, I think we'll go to Oscar. Yes, now... Uh, did we touch on the Williams match review? No, so this is, is it, very. This I is think this is going to be very trouble, serious. Trouble. He could get a week here. This is the first play of the game. Mm. Like, this is this is a disaster, really. If it turns out to be a one week suspension for Zach Williams, it was he's, just he's unnecessary. He's in our top ten players, and why? And he was good tonight. Two goals. He hit the scoreboard. Two goals. Two behinds. I think he had seventeen touches. He was good. He was... he he played. You know the role that we need and want him to play. And, so he, and he did it well. It's a moment of madness. The bump. Well, that's. I guess you're going to get that with him, though. Well, I, I, th- I think he'll get a week. Mm. I don't think he'll play against Richmond. Mm. It's concerning. I mean, you're, yeah, looking at his stats tonight, six clearances. He was great. Seven score he's involvements. He's a hot, seven inside fifties. He's, he's a hot mess, but he's a bull, and he yeah. and he wills it forward. He earned four frees as well. I mean, yeah, six tackles as well. Those are crazy stats. Oh, I, I, He's pivotal, and he may not play. It's very disappointing. It is. Now, this is, I think, a massive, massive talking point heading into round one. Who is going to get that final spot in the team? And I think it's come down to Gibbons versus Fogarty versus Cunningham. Those three are all fighting for the one spot. So one spot. So, my, yeah. so This is my opinion. Because he's barely... I think he's missed one game in his two seasons at the club... Gibbons should be given first crack. Yeah, he should have right of return, Gibbons. He should play round one, and the spot should be his to lose. I think it'll go to Fogarty. I, I think it will. Same. Same. He looked great last week. He looked okay tonight. He looked he looked okay without doing anything special. Yeah. When he you know, he didn't get a heap of it. When he got it, wasn't bad with it, but sort of just a bit of a nothing game for him tonight. But Gibbons didn't play. He was in the squad, and didn't he come on. barely played the week before. Yeah, I think he played five minutes last week. I could be completely wrong. It, I think he came on for the end of the game. He barely played. Yeah, I, I don't see how he can play Gibbons off the back of that. And it's it's crazy, because he's missed one game in his two years at the club. Been a constant. Mm. So, 
We're uh, saying so there's we, going to be we've one heard spot. that they rate Fogarty really highly. They do. And, and as in, we're saying there's one spot between those three. So on that basis, we're saying that... Do you think Cunningham's the third seed? Yes, but we think Williamson's a lock to play round one. Yeah. Are we on the same page yeah, there? Yeah, Williamson, definitely. And that means we think Dow's going to play. I still don't think Dow should play. What, what did you think of him tonight? He was okay. He was better than I have seen him play. I think he was good by hand. It was a bit more of a Polish game from Dow. I think when Dow got the ball, he was really good by hand. He Pre- wasn't... He almost created space off his handballs. Yeah, he wasn't noticed. He wasn't an issue tonight. I think Dow will play first round. I think yeah, that last spot. Will. I think that last spot will go to Fogarty. I yeah. think Silvani's... Ooh, could it be you play McGovern, Silvani, Casbolt, and Mackay? But I think you've got to no, play one of those no, smaller no, no, blokes, no, no. those crafty I, I blokes. I don't think you can play So if Kasbolt. it's Fogarty versus McGovern, who are you taking round one? Fogarty. See, in my opinion, in my opinion, there's far more... You'd rather go smaller than too tall. Yep. Especially the way we play. But we, we can, we make, want, Silva- we we can make Silvani small. Yeah, but we want the ball to hit the deck in our forward 50 and there to be chaos. For sure. We want Fogarty kicking a couple of games. We want Yeah, Murphy. no, I agree. I think I'm Fogarty. I'm Fogarty over McGovern, personally. But I don't think it's Fogarty versus McGovern. No, it's not. But I'm saying... What would we prefer? I think Silvani's locked either way. Yeah, Silvani has to play round one off tonight. So McGovern's, McGovern's in no man's land at the moment. You know what? Maybe it's what he needs. Maybe it's what he needs. He needs... To start the year in the reserves and be made to play for his spot. Bit of a reality check for him, yeah. I guess. Because he's gotten away with playing really poor football at times. Especially that last month of 2020. Yeah. That really did it for me. I, I, I like McGovern. but You're last... a big McGovern fan and you're not a fan of a lot of players. But you, I, I think you can see what he's capable of. His last month last year was very disappointing. Yeah. Because his first month was pretty good. I think McGovern's first half of the year was pretty good. Before he got injured against North, I think it was. But yeah, it'll be very interesting that final couple spots in the team. The other one, I think they played really well. I know he wasn't up against much, but Pitonet did as well as he could have. I think we know what we're going to get from him. Yeah, we're going to get. He's not ever going to be smashed. Maybe if he comes up, I think did he gets smacked by Gorn in the first half last year. First quarter, and then he came yeah. out. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to get smacked. Uh, he's going to beat up on the on the average ruckman, Paul Hunter. Yeah, who's that? Yeah, who is that? <laughs> he'll beat up on the poor ruckman, but that's almost what you want. Like he'll beat up on Nank round one. Yeah, and Nank's not a poor ruckman. No, but I reckon he'll win that contest. He'll be fine against Nank Curvis. Yeah, and then round two he'll have. Issues against Grundy, but you know maybe De Koning's fit by then. But you know, Pinnis kicked four goals in the two practice games. I don't think yeah. he kicked a goal for us last year. No, he didn't. He so didn't. he's dragging him forward, which he is what is. we want De Koning to do. Yes, and that's where the point of difference well, comes well, in. Well, it. I think that Pinnis, they would have said to Pinnis in the in the off season, it'll be an interesting battle when the two of them are yeah, fit. I, I was going to. I think they said to Pinnis in the off season. This is what the other guys got over you. Yeah. If you can add that to your game, well, then there's a genuine competition for spots. Exactly. And I think he's done it well. Exactly. I've heard he's a bit of a workhorse. He is. He is. Which is what you want. No, he is. In terms of off-season as well, I heard he's, you know, worked really hard. Had he a played, huge he's, he's played well, Pitonet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a name I want to throw up tonight, because mixed reviews. I wasn't sure about his game. Doherty. Yeah. 
Yeah. He sort of just had one of those weird ones where he got a lot of the pill, a lot of weird turns. There was a lot of nothing. Yeah. There was a lot of nothing with Doherty. He made a couple big errors. He had seven turnovers tonight. Yeah, he made a couple big errors. Yeah. And it's not like he didn't have time and space. He had time with the ball a lot of the time. I think we want to see him more up the ground as well, and he's just not playing that role. I feel like if Newman was in the team... Do you reckon... This is the other thing. If Newman was fit, would Newman play? Newman versus Williamson. Well... Well, I think you can play all of them. I just then there's Petrovsky Seedon. The issue, why, the issue with Doherty, he's he's playing so deep because the defenders we've got are very attacking minded. Yeah, Petrovsky Seedon, Doherty's almost a bit of a goalkeeper. He is. Petrovsky Seedon, Saad, and Williamson don't love defending one on one. They don't love. No, they don't. We need cover. Yeah. SPS. How did he go tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was good last week. He was. Not he, sure but he, about he was getting tonight. dragged very deep. Like, in the goal square. A lot of the time, Petrovsky Seedon. He's just... See, in my opinion, he's this is a player, almost, you know, one of the biggest, you know, deal breakers this year for him. This is just a huge year for him. If he doesn't progress, yeah. questions have to be asked. I don't know. I think there's they been, will be. There's been that whole discussion Fifth about the are, they, are they playing him in the right position? You know, whatever it is, my theory is if he's as good as people think he is, he'll thrive wherever they put him. He'll thrive, he'll, he'll thrive on a halfback flank at the very least. Yeah, so I think, you know, he needs to have a big year this year. No, None of this rubbish where he has one good game a month or one good game every six weeks. One good game every 24 months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... this played three amazing games in five years. Yeah, look, this is a big year for him. A really big year for him. And, it's and you know, I don't really want to hear people saying, oh, they're playing him out of position. Reality is now that he's, he's not anywhere near good enough for our midfield. So this is where they're playing him. And if, they're, and if he's as good as you think he is, all these people saying he's too good to play off a half-back... What does that well, mean, though? Well, what does that mean? Because if you're so good, then you should be able to play well there. That is, that's what gets me. I hear all these Carlton supporters saying, "Oh, he's too good for a half back." Well, then prove it. Prove if if he plays six to eight good games in a row on a half back flank, then I'll maybe start believing that he should move into the midfield. I don't buy it yet. I don't see it with him yet. No, I agree. I'd love to see it. But I don't love the fact that he's getting. It's a bit like the Caleb Daniel thing at Footscray because all times last year with Daniel got you know, dragged back to the goal square. Mm. And Petrovsky Seddon was almost that man this week. Or, you know, yeah. on Thursday night. Yeah. So, it's an interesting one. We do have very attacking-minded defenders, where, but we just get sucked up the ground. So, something we, I we noticed, so something I noticed tonight was that we got smashed on the slingshot. Oh, so always, though, because we just... We can see there's so much yeah, space. The, the players don't. There's no two way running. They don't. They don't run back. And I, I would have loved to have seen it more from Williams and Saad tonight because that's supposedly, you know, what we brought them in for. Didn't really see much of it. Um, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting to see if that affects us as much as it did last year. This year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, anyone I've left out? I feel like we've. I've 
sort of haven't really spoken about Crips or Walsh or Jones. Standard. But they're, you know, stock no, standard. Yeah, no, easy. Role players do their job. I've just watched the Williams footage again whilst we're doing this. I'd be shocked if he played first round. Mm. I'd be surprised. Another one I just want to touch on before we end the show, Jack Martin. Yeah. Pretty average tonight, I thought. Didn't seem a heap, to be honest. He only had the 12 touches. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just a... Eight of them uncontested. Just a... Meh. I feel like he was in a posi- He was in a lot of positions where he could have taken overhead marks and didn't. And usually, yeah. he's really good overhead. Uh, but yeah, only the three tackles. Gave away two frees. You know, didn't do a heap. One clearance. I don't know. He's, he's, he's a barometer for us, I feel. If Jack Martin's on... We're looking good. Oh, Martin's elite, so we need Martin playing well. We do. Now, Bolt, just before we end the show, we are asked tonight for our Twitter followers to name who they were impressed with on the field. Just very quickly, we ran a poll. Is Jack Silvani in our round one team? We've had 200 votes so far in the hour that it's been up, and 94% say yes, he is in the team. So. Yeah. Looking like it'll go that way. Uh, and yeah, so we asked, who are you impressed by tonight? And we asked for as many answers as possible because we want to mention it on the show. Uh, Tracy Reed, she was impressed by Fisher, Silvani and Dow. Fair. I think she's nailed two of them and Dow is probably up there. Uh, Navy Blue Beck says, Jones, Tick, I agree. Fish, Silvani, Williams, uh, Dow's hands and Pitonet's goals. I think that's also a fantastic tweet. Can we talk about... Second quarter on the wing opposite the interchange bench. Cripps took this mark and handballed it to Williams in the same motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got no idea how much, what that did to me for the night. You've got no idea. It was just that good. I don't... That's we'll, what you want to see. We'll upload it when I watch the replay. We'll find the footage. It was that good. Yeah. It was so silly. We'll have to upload a GIF of that. It was poetry in motion. It was yeah. that good. Yeah. Richie Wilson says, uh, Silvani, Fish, Dow, and Williams. So there's a clear thre- There's a clear like, theme yeah, Dow's here. getting love. Uh, Dow's getting love. F- Jones as Fish, well. Fisher so- and Silvani have been in every mention. Yeah, Fisher and, and Silvani well. were the best too. Uh, Len Breyer says Jones and Williams. Um, lots to like. A few concerns, but it's only a preseason game. Uh, he's made a little comment here about the umpires, but he's laughed it off. So he's you know he's a, he's recognised it's a preseason. There was one game. holding the ball where I think it was set a field way the tackle where it was boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. This is another one here. Nick Marinelli says Pitonet outstanding, wonderful development. I agree with that. Yep. Uh, Kandal says uh, Zach Fisher Laurie says Great to see Dow Back it up tonight Mickey C says Jones Jasos And Dow Darcy says Silvani Phil says McDonald did everything You'd hope for This is an interesting one McDonald did everything You'd hope for Jones just reads it beautifully Sard and Williams Will be great pickups Basically no key forward And still 15 goals Yeah I'm on the same page as Phil So that's a nice tweet uh, FDR He says Jones, Silvani, Williams uh, Fish, Pitt, Cunners, Dow and Murph So that was the first sort of shout out We've had for Cunningham Not He sh- came on late as well Kicked a nice goal Kicked a great goal um, He's an interesting Cunningham I, I like to describe him as very flashy 
I'll describe him as bits and pieces. Yeah, very hot and cold. Very hot and cold. Yeah. You feel like when he gets the ball, he'll either do something amazing or something, or just like nothing with it. There's no real in between with him. Um, and he's entering. Is this his sixth year? I feel like it is. He was in the Weedering, uh, uh McKay, Kerno. Yep, draft with Silvani. Did he debut in seventeen, or he played a couple games in sixteen? I think played a couple games yeah. in twenty sixteen. I think he debuted at the Gabba. Is this his fifth or sixth year? Coming into number six. So I mean, you'd like to see some development there, and he's contracted for next year. Oh, as in, I'm sorry, but like, if by year six, I agree. If, if he's, you're not a best twenty-two player by year six, yeah. unless you're a ruckman or you know. You're seven foot two and you're playing centre half forward. For the position that he plays, he needs to be ahead of where he's at. It's a sayonara, really. Uh, Whitney says Fish, Williams, Jones, Setters, Jason. First mention I love, for I Setters. I like Setters. Yeah, I, like, I, mean, I like Setterfield. Yeah, you, you know what you're going to get with him by I now, like I feel like. I like I'm well. a big Setterfield fan. Um, and Lechdog says Goat Mac. <laughs> That's very <laughs> funny. Um Sauce, Slippery Fish, and Liam Jones. Yeah, yeah they're the reliable. He's so good, Fisher. It's crazy. He's playing good footy. I think it's crazy how good, how good he is. Yeah, it's going to be... And I, I just want to pull out this tweet. Put, just, just Tell me to put the brakes on if I need to. He could be our Liam Ryan. Yeah. That's fair. Like, well, Liam Ryan's a freak. Well, I, I, and like, different. But, different, but the same. Yeah, I... Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think Fish, you know, there's no reason why he can't be one of the premier small forwards in the competition. He's got the game for it. Kicks the goals. Uh, Sam McClure tweeted tonight, I just want to pull this up. He said, if Carlton have learned anything tonight, it's that Jack Silvani is in their best team. He's clean, he competes, and he plays multiple positions. It's not that hard to see. And I, I agree with him. I think he. I think everyone agrees with him after tonight's performance. But... You know, he's valuable to have in the team because, let's be honest, our forward line is very injury prone. And a lot of injuries occur on the day. Because he has that ability to play small and tall, I think he's almost a must. He's so versatile. He's almost a must. Yeah, he's he, he'll, he'll, play for, he'll, he'll be playing in two weeks. So. Yeah, I, I really hope so. Uh, just another one. So I'm going to, just before we end the show, I just want to quickly pull up our injury list. Uh, which our man who we've had on the show before, Nick Negropontis, he posted it tonight. I think it was a Fox footy graphic that he uh, that he posted. And basically, this is, this is how it reads. So up the top of the list, I'm just going to pull it up. We've got Charlie Kerno. Now, from what we've heard recently, it doesn't sound like he's going to be available until the end of the year. Yep. So that's just right. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't be waiting. I wouldn't be holding your breath for Kerno. Casbolt, we've heard recently right. that he'll be right to play round one. Now this is an interesting one, and I feel like this guy is the forgotten man. He is Sam Philp. We even forgot about him last year when we'd speak about Carlton. He's just a forgotten man. He's a forgotten man. We he, traded up for him. Yeah, and he's a forgotten man. So he's out with a hip. No one really knows if that's serious or not. I couldn't tell you what, when, if, what, how with Sam Philp. I, I couldn't even tell you what position he really is. Like, he's a midfielder. Him and Stocker are almost like the mysterious blokes on the Carlton list. He's so, like the greatest unknowns. See, I, I think this is the group 
that we have, which could lead us to a premiership and could just be the reason why we just never make it. Stocker, Philp, O'Brien. I'm going to chuck Dow in there. Uh, Kemp. Kemp's a big one. Let's say DeConing for that same draft. Yeah, I'm going more midfielders though. No, yeah, yeah. They're they're the five. I I don't know if If you get two of them, we're laughing. Yeah. 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 It's interesting though. I mean, our strike rate hasn't been great. Let's be let's be honest. It's early, but it's it, it, it's early. It is early, um, but yeah, I feel like they are. They're the five. They're the five, which are just. I don't love go the fact anywhere. that Stocker wasn't named tonight, despite being available. Yeah, I don't love that. Um, running through that injury list, we went through Kerno, Casbolt, Philip McGovern. We've cleared that up. Betts now. Eddie Betts is going to play. In tomorrow's practice match, he's going to play some minutes. David yeah. Teague said. See, he's he's not in our round one team, is he? I wouldn't have thought so. Which is a crazy concept that they've given him the extra year. And for a guy of his age, with all due respect, I don't feel like he'd be one to stick around to try and fight for the spot in the team. Oh, it should be his last year either way. If he played 22 games, I'd expect it to be his last year. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Kemp, obviously, on that injury list... March Bank, well, no one knows. No That's one his second knows. home, the injury list. Yeah, Shane. No, you you got to feel for him. You do. you got to feel for him. No, it's, There's no continuity When, when we footy. joke about it, I mean, we're not actually laughing about it. It's it's more just the fact that it's gotten that ridiculous. Yeah. It's 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 just... It's gotten so ridiculous that it's a laugh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nunes with the ankle, he'll be right. Newman with the knee... He won't be right. Won't be right. Probably miss most of the year, if not all of the year. Yeah. Uh, De Koning with the back, who we don't really praying have. for him. To, it's just so indefinite. Those, yeah. those stress yeah. fractures in the back, and then they've they've chucked Weedering on here as yeah, well, right. who will be all right. So we're not fully mate, fit. No will be mate. Weedering has a dartboard set up in his house with Tom Lynch's face in the middle. Yeah. after he sent him to bed last year, <laughs> and he'll just be chucking darts at it the next fortnight. Yeah, and he'll yeah. be taking. I hope this doesn't come back to bite me. He'll be putting Tom Lynch to bed. In a fortnight's time. He'll be singing him lullabies, putting him to sleep again. Two years in a row. Tom Winch has had some big nights out against Carlton. He has. That's why I'm really worried just saying this. He's had some scary nights. He's got like eight on us They they were on Sam Rowe. They were on young Jacob Wiedering. Yeah. Yeah. This is John Nichols medalist Jacob Wiedering. Mm. No, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Now we're going to do a proper season preview. Off the back of that. Put all your money on Tom Lynch's first goal. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do a full season preview next week. We're going we're to analyze our best 22, run through the depth. I think we'll have more clarity on our injuries yeah. by then. Release and it in the, in the week leading up to the Tigers. Yeah, so that will be released. So we play them. What's the date? So, so currently right now, as we film after the match, it is the 4th of March. We play Richmond on the, the 18th. 18th. Yep. So we'll release it uh, at, the, some, at some point in the week leading up. So pro- probably any time from you know the 10th of March onwards. Yeah. I think the, I think the closer to the game, the better. But we'll keep an eye on our socials. We'll be releasing that uh, very soon. Blue Baggers, it's good to be back. It's great for to be season back to the footy. Great to be back for season two. Uh, stay tuned. Big things coming this year. A uh, couple of new segments we're going to drop during the season. 
some big guests coming on. Stay tuned. And hopefully some big wins. Yeah, well, look, if they're winning, we're all winning. We're all winning. We just need them to win. We, we need a... We need a really, uh, I think the top, if we don't finish in the top 10, trouble. We need to improve on last year's 11th place. We'll see how we go. Blue Baggers, thank you so much for tuning in. That's season two, episode two in the books. We'll be back for a full season preview in the week leading up to round one. Bolt, it's been a pleasure. As per usual. Let's have a beer and relax. Against the famous old dark blue